202 of Brutal Battle. We're back. It's my buddy Rich. Again, this is the second episode. Gonna give Mystery Beer Tasting another shot. See how that one goes. But looking at the Mystery Beer sitting in front of us, they're both very light colored. Um, we'll see what that means when we get to that segment. But uh, we're still sipping on this Avery Brewing Raspberry Sour, which yeah. is a sour beer with raspberries, aged in oak barrels, still pretty solid. And uh, the topic for this one, we kind of teased it on the last episode since the day we're recording today is March 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day. We're going to talk about something a little St. Patrick's Day-ish, which actually it's funny because I already had this um, topic on my list and was thinking maybe we should talk about it and wasn't thinking about the fact that it's St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) So it just kind of like happened that way. So let's just pretend it's because it's on St. Patrick's Day. Make believe. Yeah, pretty much. So there was a um, documentary that I watched maybe like two years ago now, and I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not, but I think it was just called Irish Pub. And it was a documentary about Irish pubs and ones that are still open currently in Ireland. And a little bit about, um, yeah, I'll have some of the raspberry sour. Sorry, I didn't cut you off. No, it's good. Uh, A little bit about kind of like the history of Irish pubs and the purpose of Irish pubs and then how they're faring this day and age. Typically, they're mainly just in like smaller towns still. So the whole idea behind the Irish pub was a place for people to go and drink. And... Um, socialize. Like, that was the big thing. People would all the time just be like, oh, I'm going out to the pub. And that's where people would, you know, talk about, you know, their normal crap like, oh, I had a terrible day at work. Or people would talk about stuff going on in the neighborhood. And it was like the moment for, like, neighbors to come together. It's like a barbecue now, right? Because everybody knows you're nicer, you feel more connected to people when you've had some alcohol. It's the social lubricant, if you will. (laughs) So that was kind of the origination of it. Plus, people, I don't think they really had, like, liquor stores back then. Um, I don't think people were really able to have beer beer or spirits in their own house unless they were making it themselves. And at that point, it may have even been illegal to be doing that. So you had to go to a pub. So... The documentary was really interesting, and it kind of highlighted the fact that, you know, these Irish pubs are dwindling, you know, and and a lot of them that are still around still refuse to have televisions because they want people to focus on interacting with each other. Because we're in such a technology-driven world right now that people are mainly just, if you're at a bar, you're just, like, looking at your phone. And so um, I just kind of wanted to throw out that kind of information on it and, and get your feeling on not just Irish pubs, but you can throw something out about Irish pubs if you want specifically, but like bars in general, because I just feel like the the landscape is so different and, and bars used to be the place to go for your beer. But I feel like now a lot of people, including myself, I'm, I'm very much to blame for this, uh, are just wanting to stay home and just like watch TV, do stuff on their computer, their phones and play, or play video games, which I love to do and drink craft beer. So, <laughs> right. Uh, I feel like the landscape's changing, and it, and it kind of makes me think, like, is time running out for bars, really? I don't know. I, I think there's always an appeal for sports bars. Like, okay. you see, like, Buffalo Wild Wings is just half restaurant, half bar. But I know people go there Monday night for football and Sunday night for football and Thursday night for football, whatever it may be. But those probably never go away. Because football and sports are all in general are all, like, a social gathering 
Yeah. Uh, but the other bars that are not sports bars, that I get, I'm not sure, but it would seem like they'd be struggling too at this point. Yeah. Because you said it best. I mean, no one really going to the bars as much. I mean, drinks are three, four times more expensive. Um, then you wake up the next morning saying you had $80 on credit card. You're like, yeah. you're like, all right, I can't eat this week now because I spent 80 bucks yeah. last week or this weekend. Um, I, yeah, I can, I, I've been in a couple Irish pubs before mm-hmm. and I've noticed that it has been no TVs and, uh, I've always liked the atmosphere and feel of the place. Like there was a place in uh, Fells Point at one point, uh, an Irish pub and it was really awesome. I remember going to it as a college kid and enjoying the place, enjoying the atmosphere, the people, and uh, just playing darts and stuff like that. It was oh, fun. Nice, yeah. But How many uh, places have darts now? Exactly. You know? I think um, I think Sean Bullen's actually hmm. is, is like uptown where we live in Bel Air, uh, Maryland. I think <clears> they have darts. But you don't see that much no. anymore. And actually, I do remember when I was in college, there was a, I think it was called the Circle Bar. It was like more of like a towny bar at my college. Uh, yes, the circle jerk bar, Rich, as he <laughs> motions at me. Um, and we would go there. Go there. We'd go there every now and then. I don't think they had TVs. This was probably like 2003, 2004. And I don't think they had TVs, but they definitely had darts. And it was just like this dingy bar. But there were always people there just like hanging out and drinking and talking. And But um, I'm going to guess it's probably not even there anymore, honestly. Like the locals are the best, though. The locals are like the coolest looking people there. Are they? I think they are because they've been in the bar long enough. College kids are just visiting, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, that was like that bar in particular, and there were some other bars like it. Um, yeah, the college kids didn't really go too much, which is kind of one of the reasons that my buddies and I liked to go there from time to time because it was kind of like getting away from the like dude bros. <laughs> And stuff like that. Although we were kind of do bros a bit at the same time, so. Well, I always think you gear your market towards your audience, and if you're mm-hmm. a lot of college kids, you're gonna have more stuff for college kids. Yeah, like Dollar Natty Bow Night. That's right, hon. Mm-hmm. Natty Bow. No, it was natural light up there. I was in Ohio. I went to Miami University in Ohio. So, um, yeah, it's where Ben Roethlisberger went. I did meet him. Yes. I don't know if you want to admit that actually on radio or anybody. Yeah. I, he was a, a friend of a friend, actually, so I met him at a, in a bar one time. He kind of came in, and he was like, oh, I'll introduce you to, to Ben. And like people say, his offensive line was with him. <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's a true thing. They do, like, travel around with him. So he had some drinks with him. He was really nice. Um, although I don't, you know, if I was a female, it may have been different. I don't know. But he was very nice to me. Uh, and maybe... Part of that was because friend of a friend type thing, but he was a decent guy to me. I don't know. <laughs> and then things happened after that with his reputation, but eh. still a great football player. Fun to watch him in college. But anyway, back to bars. Back to bars. Back to bars. Um, when was the last time you've been to a bar? For the purpose of drinking beers or any type of alcohol there. See, that's a problem. Because like you said earlier, I just buy a six pack and yep. just chill home. It's so much cheaper. Yeah. there. It's getting to a point where there really isn't much of any motivation to do it. I mean, the social aspect, but I mean... Right, if you want that. But so many people are significantly less social now, especially because they're like, I don't need to be social. I can be social on my phone Yeah, with social media. And if I really want to interact with someone, I can just interact with them online. 
which is counterintuitive for that type of thing, why you get so many uh, arguments that actually happen because you cannot type emotion and uh, actual meaning. Yeah. But Well, plus I'm married. I have no social life anymore. No, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't necessarily co- correlate. Some people it does, but, you know. That's true. Anyway, but I don't know. I, I At least for me, I feel like I don't really want to go to bars, especially if they're bars that are drinkers-type bars. You know, like, what do you mean by that? I don't know, like sports bars, I guess. Oh. Like they, when it's sports bar, it just kind of seems to me like it's it's a drinker's bar. You know, like people are just going there to get drunk while they watch the game. Because let's be honest, people who are going to a bar to watch a game, I don't think are just going to watch a game. They're going to get blitzed. Yeah. No pun intended. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny you say that because uh, last couple times I've been to a sports bar, you, you stay past one thirty. And you notice how many people come to you after you talk to them for five minutes be like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like, let's hang out again. And it's like, yeah. I don't know you. I mean, that's kind of funny in a way. But other than that, I can just stay home. I'm like, get away from me, applesauce Pete. Go back outside. <laughs> I don't know you, man. That's how we became friends, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And your name back then was Applesauce Pete, as I remember. It, so. it was, but, you know, thanks for telling everybody. <laughs> Those were different times. Different times. Different times. I also think, uh, uh, like, the bar appeal is is a age thing. Mm. I think that's another aspect. Like, as you get older, you're just kind of like, I feel like more and more, you, and people correct me if if I'm wrong on this because it might not apply to everyone, but I feel like it's it applies to a lot of people. As you get older, you just get more and more into I'm too old for this crap. Like, I don't have the patience for this garbage. Yeah, you know, and like. Being in a crowded bar trying to get the attention of a bartender to give you a drink gets less and less appealing as you get older, and you're just like, I can be my own bartender and get a drink like that, uh, and I can be comfortable at home and not spend a ton of money, because I can just go pick up a six-pack, a 12-pack, whatever, for significantly less, any frozen pizza I have at home. But can you see a hot bartender pouring you a beer? Uh, If I go into YouTube, yes. Oh, okay. Definitely. Or Google it. Google image hot bartender. Actually, I'm going to. You know, it looks kind of funny actually speak I'm about gonna. this. But you know when you're like, when you're 19, 20, you're like dying to get into bars and drink. And then 21 to whatever, it's like, oh, this is great. Then eventually 28, it all kind of wears down. You're like, I'm done with this scene. Yeah, actually, for me, it started wearing down fast. Mm. It, it, even in college, like, you would think that I would have gone all the way through college being like, yeah, let's party at bars. Like, I still wanted to party, but I mainly just wanted to, like, party with a small group of friends. I didn't really want to do it at bars. So are you looking up images or are you looking up some YouTube? No, yeah, I'm going to look up an image of Hot Bartender and see what comes up first. This could probably be some dude. Maybe. We can only hope. <laughs> hot Bartender, well, Hot Bartender outfit. Hot Bartender meme is another one. What would the meme be? I don't know. Let me just do hot bartender first and see what comes up. It's going to be like some sex move or something. No. What did you do last Saturday night? I got I mean, a hot it's, bartender. It's, it's all females. And actually, all almost all of them are really showing cleavage. Yeah. So. that's One of them is really showing, pushing them together to cleavage. <laughs> it, it's stereotypically what you would think would probably come up. It's some bro sitting there. Hey, let me take a picture. You put it on the internet. Let me do the memes, though. That's going to be a lot more fun. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, the first meme that comes up, the hot bar t- bartender said, thanks, babe, when I tipped her. So I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> I guess. 
Got great seats at the bar. Hot bartender is working. That's another one. <sighs> oh my gosh. Here's a good one. Not sure if hot bartender wants the cock or just the tip. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bartenders. Hot bartenders everywhere with a picture of Buzz Lightyear talking to Woody. All right, all right. Yeah, you know, these memes aren't that great. Yeah, the one was funny, but the rest aren't. Kind of suck. All right, but that's what you can expect when you Google image hot bartenders. Women with busty... Yeah. I didn't see any dudes, at least not for the first page or so. Hmm. No dudes, man. Um, no guy, like, really rocking the frog eye or anything <laughs> like that. It's just, like, really pushing them out there. So, right. Do you think you can get better tips that way? I think so. If There's... you're a hot bartender guy... I obviously yeah I think so I mean no matter when you would look at it you're gonna get a lot of women in there too although you'd either have to be pretty tall or the bar would have to be low or both of those things in order for them to like see it really or to step back a couple steps yeah only refuse to come close to the customers just have to just like reach (laughs) from like way far back behind the bar give them those old people stretcher things you pick things up behind the couch you know I'm talking about that's how you yeah the grabber yeah the grabber Yeah. yeah That's absurd, but hey, <laughs> people can make it happen. So anyway, um, when I when I watched that Irish bar uh, or Irish pub documentary, it made me a little bit sad about kind of the demise of the Irish pub mm-hmm. because the whole idea behind it was a good one. You know, like bring the community together, like make people interact with each other and like know each other. Because nowadays, like I live in a townhouse and like I don't even know a lot of the people who live in my neighborhood. Yeah. Like I see people all the time and I'll be like, oh, I know that person lives in the in the neighborhood, but I don't even know their name. I don't know who they are. I don't specifically know what house they go in and out of because I don't pay that much much attention. And I feel like that's more common nowadays. Like you don't really know who you're living with. And I feel like when that's the situation, there's a higher likelihood for people to have conflict with each other because you don't have any sort of bond. Yeah. So I feel like the Irish pub idea, you know, you were getting drunk sometimes or just like getting a little bit socially lubricated and bonding with the people in your community so that when you see them you're like oh i know that person you know we had drinks and talked like a few weeks ago you know they're they're dog crapped in my yard and i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna be a total d-bag about it just because you know i kind of know them they're actually good people maybe they just you know i just feel like conflict resolution would be a lot better because seriously and Correct me if you think I'm wrong. If you feel like you know someone, you're more likely to give them slack. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. That That's kind of why, like, the demise of the of the bar and the Irish pub kind of gets me. You know what kind of gets me, though? What's that? Is that we talk about Irish pubs and all stuff like that, and they have great drinking songs and stuff like that, but America does not have a good drinking song. It's true. Like, there's no drinking songs from America. No, you're, you're totally right. Like... I do hear about plenty of places that have, like, a historical drinking song. Yeah. United States? Nope. Nope. Although, maybe there there was one, or were some back in the day, but they just haven't endured. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. I mean, there could be so many that got convoluted and just nothing came out from there. Like, so um, many jumbled. So, if you, if you were going to make one up, like, what would it be? Oh, we're drunk. We're drunk. We're drunk. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard. It's like what slang words are there? I mean, there's a lot of slang words in these drunk songs, right? I mean, 
Yeah, but it's like old slang. Right, but what would you use for American slang? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, do you use the terms like bay and, uh, and I don't know, what else is popular right now? Deuces? Yeah, I'm not 25, so I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You do start just becoming like totally out of touch with, with current lingo. And music and movie trends and well, in part it's just because you just don't care. Yeah, you just look. I had my fill of of uh, learning this stuff, and I don't care to learn more. Like the pop culture is I'm shoved in your throat. Yeah, yeah. Every generation is allowed to have their own thing. When we grew up, Britney Spears and boy bands and stuff uh, like that were huge. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Can't believe we did that. And rap metal and Limp Bizkit and <laughs> Limp Bizkit, terrible. Is the worst. Well, that'd be a good drinking game. Oh, we're Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Drink. So do you think I did it all for the Nookie should be the new <laughs> drinking song for the U.S.? I, I think so, actually, yeah. <laughs> Everyone just do that. But maybe just change the lyrics to make it more drinking-oriented. I did it all for the craft beer. What? The craft, craft beer. beer. What? So Sick you can take this craft here and butt-chug it. No. Stick it in your rear, yeah. <laughs> Butt-chugging? Is that something you actually would do? I've heard of it. But have you done that? No, it's dangerous, I think. Dangerous? Yeah, you can't just, like, introduce alcohol into your ass. Wait, you can't shove something up your ass and be okay with that? you can. Oh, okay. You can, but I just don't think it's safe to put, like, alcohol up there. And drugs, probably, too. I I mean, you just make that logical connection. I know there's a new movie with, like, John Cena putting up... uh, with a funnel in his butt as part of like a chugging a beer thing. I mean, that's just for shock value, obviously, but I think Steve-O did it first. So he's not, he's not a pioneer, not a pioneer at all. All right. I think we covered that. All right. You know, I did it all for the craft beer. (laughs) Watch it catch on. All right. So let's do mystery beers, man. You should have some theme music for like mystery beer time. (sighs) That is maybe I just did it for you. Maybe just cut what I just said and just do that again. Dun, dun, dun. Just keep throwing in. Dun, just, keep dun, throwing, dun. <laughs> just keep throwing in. That's work, Rich. I minimize my work. Yeah. I'll just do it every episode. Just call me up on the phone and be like, Rich, we're doing Mystery Beer Time. All right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I like to do a decent amount of work prepping episodes and during the recording of episodes. Afterwards, I like to keep it relatively easy. So anyway, speaking of relatively easy... Uh, beers A and B look like they could be relatively easy. Uh, they look almost the same. Uh, they're both very yellow, very clear, although B is slightly less clear than A. They look like a piss test. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way to describe them. Well, and it's interesting that the little bit of head that's on both of these beers, A has larger bubbles than B. So... All right, you smelled A? Yeah, I smelled A. I'm I'm awake now. Uh Uh-oh. What the... What is that smell? Did you just put urine in this cup? I mean, you did disappear for five minutes. It smells orangey to me. I got a lot of orange. It smells like asparagus. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. Asparagus pee is like one of the worst smells. It smells kind of like poop. Yeah, I can agree with that. It always throws me off. This is very strong. Yeah, it's interesting. I get like some orange. I get almost a little like a little peach. Do I get a little peach to it? Maybe a little orange, a little peach, a little apple. It's kind of like a fruit basket. 
Dude, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It smells like straight up urine. <laughs> it's got yeah, kind of like a fruit basket. It smells kind of clean on the finish. Maybe a little bit of hay mixed in there. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I was not expecting there to be that much like actual smell to it. Yeah. I was thinking it would be relatively low. Yeah. And I was expecting it to be like kind of like lager, like a maybe like a pills, but no. Smells different. Alright. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. Make sure you drink it first so you didn't switch these on me or something. Hmm. Not bad. It's very drying on the finish. And it's got a lot of apple on the finish, actually. Tastes like a more expensive Budweiser to me. Yeah. Ooh. Actually, starting to taste a little medicinal on there. Oh, let me drink more of it then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do, do more of that. It's actually... Okay, the, the taste is not nearly what the smell was, to be honest. Except for that apple. Are you sure this isn't a 40 ounce? I mean, it kind of tastes like a little 40 ounce. No, it's not. It's not. No. Yeah. There's a little bit of apple to it. It's very, very drying on the finish. It's, It's got, like, corn. It's like a corn-type note on there. And a little medicinal. Like, crushed aspirin, kind of. Maybe that was what happened. Maybe someone's like, hey, you know what else I could throw in here? This is some corn and aspirin. And some honey. And some honey. Like, not good honey, though. Like, not like honeycomb. Like, honeycomb tastes kind of good. Like, processed, gross kind of honey. I don't like this. But you keep drinking it. No, I gotta give it a, like, fair shot. Was it three sips? Is that what you said the rule is? Three sips? I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, at least three, although I think I did like five or six. Just a, I don't like that. So my my first sip of it was like, oh, I don't really like that. And then as it kept going, it's more like, oh, I like it even less. I like it less. <laughs> I like it less. Like the more you drink this beer, the more you hate it. Like yeah. it just keeps going down and down and down and down. Ugh. Watch me something fancy too. I don't know. I don't like that beer. No. Can, no. we, can we grade this one now? One <laughs> or zero? Actually, go ahead. I'm. Is that? You want to give it a one? One, you can't go any lower than one. What about zero? No, Zero's, zero's not a factor in this. Two and two thirds. <laughs> one. All right. Yeah, I'm going one as well. I hate this beer. Yeah. Beer sucks. Okay. Let's see. It's it's not going to be hard for B to win. Yeah, I mean, you score Let's higher than see. one. Ooh. Okay, I think you already Ooh. won. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. It smells delicious. Yeah. Smell alone says winner. It smells... Like a lot of grapefruit. Got a lot of grapefruit on that. Got a lot of sweet smell to it. Yeah, there there's a decent amount of malt backbone to it. Mm. It's like a lot of grapefruit, and then there's like a malty sweetness on the end that has a little bit of like honey, like good honey smell to yeah. it. And also a slight hay note, though. Like hay note? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the beer's like, hey. Like, hey, smell me and drink me. This smells like a beer I've had before. What does it smell like? Is there a little apricot in there too? Apricot? Pretentious. No, no <laughs> apricot actually. Just a lot of grapefruit. Maybe a little orange mixed in with the grapefruit. Like an orange a lot, peel. Lots of citrus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It smells good. 
I like this. All right, let's do this. This has got to be like some nice, uh, maybe fruited IPA. Very smooth. Solid beer. Yeah, very smooth. Yeah, a little little bitter kick on the end. It definitely tastes a little hops, too. You definitely taste the hops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of bitterness, uh, bitter presence on the end. I was expecting maybe a little more for it potentially being an IPA. I'm assuming it's a straight IPA. Um, Straight out of IPA. But it's like, uh, I feel like it's like grapefruit peel in Mm. there. Okay. That's how it comes off. Citrusy. Yeah, like an okay amount of malty sweetness on the finish as well. A little bit of that hay I was talking about, a little bit of the honey. like grapefruit peel. That's a solid beer. Yeah. I like it. Well, it's going to grade higher than one, at least I can tell you that. Yeah, significantly higher than that. Jesus. That's that's not like a beer that I would be like, oh man, I need to get more of this. But it is a beer that like, I could drink it. If if I was like at someone's house and they're like, oh, I have this beer. I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll I'll do that one. I think this is a problem beer though. Because it goes down so smooth, you could drink like 10 of these easily. It does go. It, it does go down relatively smooth. So before you know it, you're having ten beers, you're taking shirt off, and going to SeaWorld or something. I don't know. For some reason, it reminds me a little bit of like Trogues Brewing. Oh yeah, like their Perpetual IPA. For whatever reason, but just a thought. All right. So what number do you want to give this one? Okay. So you give an average beer three that you don't really like, right? No, uh, a three is like that's solid. But not like for me. I'll drink it again. But you can do what you want. No, no, I'm just asking you your scale. To... Yeah, no, that's. I give it a. Mm, I'm between five or six. Okay. I'm just gonna go six. I'm generous today. Rich is going a six. I want to give it. Uh, no, no. What do I want to give this? I feel like that's got to be a four. That's pretty solid. Man, you are stingy with these grades. You really are. Yeah, force force good for this. Yeah. So obviously, A got an overall of one because it sucks. Uh, B is an overall five, which is quite good. So uh, let's reveal A first because it's garbage. Did you ever tell people that these are in brown plastic bags? Like people book like they do forties. That's, what, that's <laughs> it. Looks like you have a forty ounce in there. I'm not sure I've ever. Talked about what they're in. Yeah, it's just so a brown paper bag. Yeah, it's so, like the the singles, like a wine bag that you get at liquor stores. It'll just give you. Or put forty ounces in. So overall, one terrible beer. Well, it makes sense. Uh, Molson Triple X. The hell's Molson Triple X? Super premium beer. Um, Seven point three percent alcohol by volume by yeah. Molson. It's their Triple X. Uh, yeah, seven point three. That's high alcohol for them. Is that Canadian beer? Um, well, it's not Canadian owned. So oh, okay. It's Miller Coors owns it. Oh, okay. So, oh no. Uh, brewed and packaged under the supervision of Miller Coors, Canada, Toronto, Canada by Molson, USA, Golden, Colorado. Because isn't that what they drink in Strange Brew? Work Miranda's uh, movie? No, it's, it's some other... Some other Canadian beer. Oh, uh, Elsinore. Oh, yeah. Elsinore yeah, yeah. beer. Yes. It was made up. But it was something similar to that. I remember being... That's why I recall that. Well, Molson sucks. <laughs> yes, Although, it does. Although, if my dad listened to this, he would totally disagree. He loves Molson. Well, your dad needs to try this one, because it sucks. He might say it's pretty solid. I don't know. 
Um, all right, so B overall winner five did well. That's yeah. good. Is oh okay. Wow, Brooklyn Brewery. That's a good brewery. Their Defender IPA. Uh, it is five point nine percent alcohol. Yeah, pretty low. Um, yeah. Is there any like extra text on it? No. It's just like here's an IPA, man. Best before May fourteenth. We're well ahead of that. This is a good beer. Yeah. That's a good beer, man. Agreed pretty high. Um, so Brooklyn is a brewery that I feel like people forget about a lot. People kind of like write them off, but they have some really nice stuff. Like one of the ones I always like to go back to and be like, this beer is actually really awesome. Sriracha Ace. Their Sriracha Ace is a really nice lighter beer, and it goes very, very, very well with food. So get that hooked up. Um, do you want to slam that Molson? That, <laughs> I'll pass. No, no, you're all about the slamability. Right? I am. A, I think obviously the Brooklyn has a lot more slamability than that one. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. I really like that. Yeah, no, that Defender IPA is pretty solid. It's good. I like it. Hmm. All right, so your second round of mystery beers. How do you feel? I gotta go to the bathroom, man. Drink a lot of beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like your. Um, you're going to pee yourself. Well, that's why we have so, the catheter, right? That's what you told me you put it on earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is like NASCAR. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I thought it was. Did you bring the diaper as well? Because if you got to poop, it just it's happening there. Well, yeah. I need a changing. That's so, how we do it. But, yeah, I think it's great, man. I'm enjoying this and tasting different beers. And flavor palette, I guess, is evolving slightly. It's the second episode. So you're going to go home and you're going to tell your wife, Stephanie... Uh, go out and buy me mystery beers. I want to drink blind at home from now on. And record it. Talk uh, to you myself. don't have to record it, but yeah. Dude, you could just do like YouTube videos doing it. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't on YouTube, honestly. Uh, I could do audio I, and that. I did some um, some like individual beer reviews mm-hmm. that I did as YouTube videos. I did over 100. Oh my gosh. Um, they didn't get like a crazy amount of views. A few of them did, depending on what brewery it was. Like my still... like. One or two of my Stillwater yeah. reviews did pretty well. And the ones that I did for The Brewery out yeah. of California did pretty well. But other than that, people didn't really pay attention to them as much. So, Well, now you have a celebrity like me on it. I mean, right. it's going to go viral before you know it. No, definitely. <laughs> viral in a good way. Well, we're going to turn you into a celebrity through this podcast, oh, yeah? Rich. Bring um, Rich back, hashtag. Rich Applesauce Pete Smith. <laughs> yeah. And you're good. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll see if maybe we uh, we fit in another one. I don't know. We'll see. Let's do it. Okay, well, we're doing it. Uh, Rich decided we're going to do a third episode, so we'll be back for that. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about. Um, I have a list of things we could do. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here, Rich. And Thanks again. Imbibing alcohol with me. <laughs> always, much appreciated. It's always fun. And until next time, keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.